Hey guys, you're listening to Talk Space with Jen and Kui. I'm your girl, Jen. And I'm your girl, Kui. And this is our Safe Space podcast, where we talk about all things life, from professions to family to love and all the things in between. But from our perspective, of course. So grab your favorite drink, have a seat, and let's just chat. We have to understand what we want, what we need, what we are willing to deal with and work through in a relationship and what we're not. And those things that you are absolutely not willing to deal with in a relationship, those are going to be the things that for you are going to be red flags, right? So if you're the type of person that doesn't care about infidelity, doesn't care about cheating, then that's not a red flag for you. Whereas another person, that's a complete red flag for I, I do have a, I have a couple friends who are just like, you know, their, their red flag parameter for me is just way, way off because that infidelity is one of the things that just like, well, at least they're not stepping out on me or at least they're not beating me. No, but those are the two, like, that's it. Like those are the two red flags. They're not cheating and they're not beating me. Mm-hmm. That's it. Don't, that's, that's the only expectation. I mean, don't cheat and don't beat on me. That's it. I mean, but for me, that's, that's a very low bar. Like that's, that's bare minimum. Like I feel like that's the foundation of the relationship. Don't beat me. Okay. If you beat me, I'm going to jail. Somebody got to die. And cheating. Why are you here? That's me though. That's how I feel. That's like foundational level. Almost, almost like shouldn't even be spoken about. No, because like, what are we even talking about right now? But I do have a few friends who feel like, you know, that's, those are, those are the top. That's where they, that's where they draw the line. I'm like, dang girl, the bar ain't got too far to move, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) So for anybody who may not understand or may, you know, just may not be familiar with what we're talking about when we talk about red flags, Anytime you see something red, right? You see a stop sign, it's red. You see the traffic light, the top light is red. These are these things that should kind of wave to you in your head that, whoop, 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 this is a boundary for me. This is something that I cannot handle, right? So that's what we're referring to when we um, talk about red flags. And I remember one time in a therapy session, I remember my therapist saying, if it's a red flag for you, then you need to picture yourself standing in the middle of the street, waving the red flag to yourself. Because sometimes we'll see it as a red flag and we'll be like, oh, but this person has all these other qualities that I like. So we ignore the red flag. She was like, no, 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 no. If it's a red flag for you, make sure that you throw up that imaginary red flag or that imaginary stop sign and do not proceed. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Go straight to the jailhouse because... You shouldn't be involved with it. No, but absolutely. Yeah. But when establishing those, again, it's so, so important for us to understand what it is that we need out of a relationship. And in order to do that, I'm going to be completely honest. You have to sit with yourself in order to understand what it is that you need in a relationship. You cannot, you know what, let me not say cannot because every single person is different, but it is not healthy to not have time to sit with yourself, right? Because if you're not sitting with yourself, how do you know yourself? How are you understanding yourself? Just think about it in this way. If you don't tend to your hair, especially if you were on this natural hair situation journey, Lord, because this natural hair be killing me. But if you don't tend to your hair, 
on a regular basis. You are not going to notice the changes in your hair. You're not going to notice when your curl pattern changes. You're not going to notice when portions of the shaft of your hair is dry. You're not going to notice when your scalp is building up. You're not going to notice when, you know, there's a new sore or there's something that's out of order. You're not going to notice these things. If you don't pay attention to your skin every single day, you're not going to notice when there's you know, a pimple that comes up when there's a scar, when there's something. So the same way you have to pay attention to those things aesthetically and externally, you have to pay attention to yourself. You have to sit with yourself. And I always think it's good to give yourself, just give yourself a minute, right? When you leave one situation. And when I say situation, don't even try it. I don't care if you were just dating someone. I don't care if it was a long-term relationship. I don't care if it was a marriage. I don't care what it was. I don't care if y'all just talked for four months straight and that was the only person you were talking to. Give yourself a minute, right? Assess what it was about that situation, about that person that was just not doing it for you. Sit with that. Sit with yourself. Sit with the choices that you made as well. Because sometimes we automatically just go and we blame the other person. It was this, it was this, it was this. But you also Mm. need to sit with yourself and you need to understand what it is that maybe you compromised on that you really shouldn't have compromised on. Maybe you didn't set a boundary for. Maybe you were like, oh, I'm going to let this slide because, you know, it's okay. He still takes care of me and my kids or whatever. Sit with that. Understand that that those things, excuse me, did not work for you in the previous relationship. And those are your red flags, right? When you go into the next situation. It's, I don't even know if I can stress that enough. Like it's important to know yourself and sit with yourself. So <laughs> Queen, if you don't mind, I want to give a little bit of a, a little testimonial situation. Come on now, give it to us. So I remember I was um, dealing with someone and one day the person and I sat down and the conversation was very much, um, it just was not a healthy and productive conversation, but the person was basically telling me all of these things that were wrong with me, all of these things that they thought that, you know, they didn't realize or that they just didn't know, or um, they just kept pointing things out. And as I sat there listening, I was like, but I don't do that. Like, I don't, that, nope, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. That wasn't, no, I'm not sure. Wait, that doesn't make sense with me. And I had to understand that in that moment, because I had to sit with myself, like the things that they were saying were things about themselves because they did not know themselves. I remember this person telling me, well, I've always dressed this way because it's what was expected. But I realized I don't really want to dress that way. Okay, that's fine. That has nothing to do with me, right? But that person was so frustrated with me because they didn't give themselves time from the last situation to this situation, they were still bent up on meeting the expectations of the previous situation, whether they were spoken or unspoken expectations. And all of that was coming over into our situation, into our relationship. And they were putting all of that onto me. And so in order to avoid that, it's extremely important for us to, I, I, just, I know I keep saying it, but we have to sit with ourselves and just give ourselves a minute. There's no set amount of time. You know, whether you give yourself a month, a couple of weeks, a couple of years, some people need that. Some people got to vent all the things out of their body. There's no set amount of time. Just make sure you take a minute and do a, a little self-assessment, a little inventory. That means you can't start talking to one person before you end something with the next person. That's a red flag, by the way. That should be a red flag for anybody, but that's that's Hello. my opinion. I'm just saying. Hello. 
But yeah, that was my little spiel. I'm good. But yeah, and I also think you said something that was really good about how, you know, not sitting with yourself, you find yourself, you, I mean, it, it's, it, you may even be blaming the other person for whatever the issue was. I definitely think sitting with yourself after a relationship ended is a good thing as well, just because of the fact that it will doesn't necessarily have to be negative all the time to tell you what didn't work in the relationship, but you also get to kind of brighten up by the things that were positive that did work. So let's just mm-hmm. say maybe both of y'all did love joking and having a good time, you know, maybe doing a specific thing together. So, you know, look for that in your next person. But again, it does definitely give you a moment to reflect on things that were bad. And when it comes to blaming the other person, when the relationship is ended, it is, listen, if we're being honest, it's so much easier to blame the other person mm-hmm. as being the 100% contributor to the issue as to why the relationship didn't work. And it is for you to sit with yourself and say, you know what? I fucked up too. Right. I messed this up too. You know, and I think that's very important for you to be able to set yourself, like sit with yourself and figure it out. And another thing too, and it's so crazy because my dad and I were just talking the other day and I was telling him, you know, One of the things that I really enjoyed, because during college, like I was not in a relationship. Like I did not, I made it a point to not tie myself into like a actual permanent relationship now. Okay. I did have guys that I was talking to. I did go on dates and things like that when I was in college, but you know, around me, my friends were in relationships and for them, they didn't, you know, they were like, oh, you're single, whatever, whatever. But I'm like, For me, it did not matter because that was a discovery period for me. And I knew what I wanted once I did start dating after college. And it's so interesting because I learned so much about myself in that period of being single, you know, of being by myself. I learned what I was going to put up with. I learned what I was looking for in my husband. I learned what all of those things. And it's so crazy because... The first guy, I was actually still in college and I dated him like towards the end of college. The first guy that I started dating, like it ended up becoming a hot ghetto mess. Okay. Because he had a lot of boxes. He checked a lot of boxes for me that, um, that I really did enjoy about a person, but he also had a lot of red flags. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I, one of the things that I just jotted down here in my notes is like, when you, when somebody makes you stand in the middle of the street with that red flag and you don't reevaluate or reassess the situation and you're like okay i'm just gonna ignore it it's not a real red flag it's not a big deal you waste so much time y'all that man literally literally it was a couple of red flags and i'm like you know what i should have known i should have known it was a hot ghetto mess and charlie it could be a hot ghetto mess but in that steel, I was able to identify some of the things that I really did enjoy about that particular relationship. And I was able to bring that into my next relationship. And y'all really, like, honestly, you had just like kind of threw this out there, kind of like a shade. Y'all really got to chill out with these hopping in and out these relationships with no transitionary period. Honey, I can't even jump from one job to the next without a transitionary period. Right. I don't even know how y'all go from being with one person in this full-blown committed loving relationship to next week you are now dating somebody completely different completely different and all in love you do do you even know what you want do you know what you really want do you have a checklist of what you were looking for in a natural person to be in a relationship with or are you just looking for a warm body y'all gotta stop that 
And y'all got to chill out. And when a person does that habitually, that's a pattern, right? That's something that you need to be able to recognize and understand as that being their pattern, which is why I think it's important. And I know a lot of people don't like to talk about previous relationships when um, you start something new and not that we need to go super in depth and I need to know every detail, but I think we do need to have that conversation about previous relationships and what you learned from them and what, you know, you took away from them, both positive and negative, as Fee was saying. But that also gives you insight into that person's patterns when they are involved. Listen, I want to say something. You mentioned blaming, right? We place blame on a person saying, oh, it was all of this person. Let's be very, very clear about something. Even if you did not physically contribute to, you know, all of the breakdowns in the relationship. And what I mean is maybe you weren't the one who cheated. Maybe you weren't the one that developed an unhealthy habit. Maybe you weren't the one that was lying. But the moment that you continually stay in that situation and those patterns are repeated over and over and over again, you are also contributing to the breakdown of that relationship because you're contributing to the breakdown of yourself. That person, yes, they may have done something that you felt disrespected by that was completely, completely like horrible, but you broke your own heart. The way and the reason that you broke your own heart is because you set expectations that that person didn't meet but you still kept giving them the benefit of the doubt that they would eventually meet the expectations that you set. We cannot date or potential. We have to date intentionally. We have to include people in our lives intentionally. And you cannot go based on what someone can be, right? It's great. You can say, oh, I see this person has a really great future. That's fine. But you cannot stay in a situation still hoping for the future that they have not given you any evidence of today will ever come to fruition. I'm taking a break. That's that's a word. I mean, it is though. It's real. I think it's just, as, as quick as we can point out other people's red flags, you also need to take a look in the mirror and look at your own red flags, child. Like, honestly. Because a lot of us, we come with a lot of baggage, okay? You know, I think it's really easy for us to talk about other people's red flags, but we need to look at ourselves and evaluate some of the things that we do when jumping in and out of relationships or getting in and out of relationships or even putting yourself on the market to be available for dating, I think is something that you really need to think about the crap that you're bringing along to somebody else. You know, because let's be honest, like you said, you're only going to get one, one perspective from you, but you don't know what type of issues or problems you're bringing to somebody else's life with your miss. Okay. Wow. Whew. I just got a little bit of a chill. No, but for real. And that's why... We got to take it back to sitting with ourselves and giving ourselves a minute. Because honey, you got to unpack all of that. You got to do, you got to burn it. You got to throw it away. You got to do whatever it is. But if you never give yourself time to unpack and get rid of that baggage or heal through that baggage that they left behind, not only the baggage that they brought in, but the baggage from the relationship itself, you're taking their baggage and the previous person's baggage, and the previous person's baggage into your new situation, into your new relationship. And that will impact that other person's life. Because if you have a person that's loving and that really, really wants to make it work, they are going to try their hardest to heal you. 
with their love. And honey, they can't, they can't continually work on themselves and unpack their own baggage and then unpack the baggage from six exes back with you and then still get through your childhood trauma that you still haven't dealt with. Like that, guys, it is so important to sit with yourself, unpack, leave it all in one place, honey, bury it, burn it, put it in the bathtub, set it on fire. I don't know. I don't know what, okay. Please don't set nobody's house on fire. But I don't know what you have to don't do with this. Don't encourage people to set things on fire. I liked fire, and that's that's a dangerous that's a dangerous sentiment to tell me to put some shit in the bathtub and set it on fire because I'm gonna burn my whole house down. Listen, and- Lisa Lefty Lopez, <laughs> stop it right now. That's why I had to bring it back. I had to correct myself because I do not want anybody to become an arsonist. Um, you know, but I think the reason why fire came into my mind is because spiritually fire is very cleansing, right? When you're trying to rid yourself of something, you can burn sage, you can burn a token or something like that. And it's supposed to be very spiritual cleansing, but I really don't want anybody to go to jail. So please don't burn anything. Just throw it away. And it's so crazy because this kind of shows y'all how we really, we kind of create a plan, but we don't even talk about it because we didn't even have no plans on talking about unpacking your own baggage, okay? We didn't even plan on telling y'all how some of y'all out here like Atlanta's Hartfield International Airport with the baggage and you're bringing that Whoa. into somebody else's life, okay? If you if you got if you got more baggage than Hartsville Jackson Airport, you know what I'm saying? You really need to unpack before you go anywhere else, okay? Please. You can't keep stuffing stuff in the same suitcase and expecting it not to bust. It is going to burst open. It is going to crack at the seams. Stuff is going to be falling out. You're going to be trying to get to the next terminal. Your whole bag going to explode. And when that happens in a relationship, that other person can be completely caught off guard. And then that starts building walls and then that starts building resentment. And then there's going to be a breakdown in communication because they're going to feel like they're walking on pins and needles and they're not going to know what to say to you. And then if you have a person that's willing, maybe you're going to try to go to therapy, but they're still going to be terrified because you don't brought all of this in here and they trying to figure out how to help you through your mess just so that y'all can have a healthy relationship and start dealing with relationship issues. Because a lot of times the baggage that we bring into these relationships causes issues that would not normally be there. So you can't even get to the organic issues that you could potentially face just as a couple because y'all still trying to get through your issues that you are creating. No, but that's real though. Come on, talk to the people. (laughs) That's real. That's a real real element of breakdown. Y'all got to do that. Y'all really got to do that work and make sure when you're putting yourself out there to be you know, we put so much emphasis on what the what other person looks like for me. What the other person looks like for me. What do you look like for the other person? Because mm. that's a red flag too. Honey, taking all your trauma and your emotional damage and all of that stuff and trying to throw it on somebody's lap and expect somebody to to clean up your mess and maintain a relationship, that's a mess. I think this is something else that me and my dad were just talk- we were talking about the other day. Is like when you take an opportunity to really reflect on what you want and what you need and who you are going to be in a relationship, you can also hello this is good. You can also find what you're looking for your your person the equally yokedness that you're looking for in a relationship. Like one of the things that for me personally, when I started dating. Like being serious about dating and trying to, I don't want to say find a husband because honey, I wasn't looking for a husband. I was still trying to be hot girl, please out here in these streets. 
okay, sit down. No, but I'm just saying, just so happened during that period of trying to figure out who I was and what I wanted, I was able to uncover a lot of things about myself. You know, my mom, you know, she really wanted me to be with somebody who would 100% financially take care of me, who would, I could stay at home if I wanted to, whatever. I don't want that. Mm -hmm. I don't want that. I talk joke about being a stay-at-home mom, but that ain't my calling. That's not the type of woman I am. I'm going to always have my hand in somebody's pot and get in a bag. Does that mean I do not want a man that's not financially responsible? One who, if something were to happen to me, is not going to handle business. One that is not going to handle business in my house. Absolutely not. That's not what that means. That just means I don't have the desire to be nobody's stay-at-home wife. Waiting on your check to come in the mail or hit your account so I can go do X, Y, and Z. That's not what that means. So for me, I I was able to identify that. I was able to say, okay, well, this is what I need from my partner. I need a man that's going to support all of the ambitions of me and starting multiple businesses whenever I get good and damn ready to. And he don't sit back and be like, not this bad. Cheer me on. You know what I'm saying? That's right. what I needed. And I found that. But until you're able to identify what you need and what you're going to want to bring to the table as well, you're not going to find a person like you. Can't y'all just be out here and just be wanting warm bodies? I'm convinced this day and age, people just want warm bodies. They don't even care about red flags, boundaries, none of that. They're just like, you know what, honey, is there somebody there I can get my rocks off with and a warm body that will cuddle with me? I'm like, okay, is that, is that what y'all want? Y'all let me know. But that's real though. I mean, there were a lot of things for me, like even besides just financial stability that was important for me you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like a man that i can laugh with and joke with a man who does not mind washing dishes or trying to make a meal when i just don't have the bandwidth and i'm not even talking about like oh i had a long day at work i'm talking about it's tuesday and i'm not having a good day in general it has nothing to do with work i'm having an emotionally rough day don't worry babe i'm gonna get the dishes i'll figure out dinner like that's what i needed and i got that like people be so afraid to to really like y'all gotta really know what you want low-key i really manifested kevin sometimes i feel like i don't deserve him okay sometimes i feel like he's too good for me like shoot maybe you know what maybe i'm the problem okay because that's valid that's marriage that's a relationship you know that too yes yes you know that i do all the all the good stuff all of the great stuff all of the good memories, laughs, jokes, everything. It also comes with ghetto shit. But I'm going to take all of it, though. That's my man. And I'm going to stand by him. And like I said, it ain't even him. For real, though, don't edit this part out. Because it ain't always him. I, a lot of times it's me, y'all. I'm the one with the issues over here a lot of times. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at TalkSpace Jen and Queen. We'll talk to you guys on the next episode.